Welcome to the Pokemon Raceway Podcast. It is your host, Kevin, and the host, Kevin. Welcome back. Not the number one host, Kevin. Hey, you listened number to Number one week. in his own head. But I'm happy to be back. You guys Welcome did a heck back. of a job with Natalie last week. Hey, thanks, man. No problem. Thanks. We were just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have, we had a plan, but we didn't have a plan. We've been talking about this, having Simon on for like three weeks. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm really excited. It's finally happening. Yeah. Simon yeah. Padgett. His teammate's going to be on next week. Oh, yeah? Which one? Ryan Blaney. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be cool. Finally. Yeah. We've been teasing that one for like over a year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we've been teasing yeah. that one since season one. But he's going to be on because <laughs> he we are going to have him in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing a cool event with Ryan um, at Leah Valley Health Network. And, um, you know, that, that takes place this week. And by the time this comes out, people, yeah. it'll be it'll have passed. Y'all better so. bring your A game, though, because that's like the number two, like, NASCAR podcast in the, in the land. What are we, number three? Well, now we're in a different bracket. We're we're the number we're we're the number one track podcast. Number number one on the list. Number one in their hearts. Yeah, I'd say that. Um, but yeah, so we better bring our A game because Ryan knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then there's us. Does he? Wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> or does Charles Shrubbery do that? I think yeah, I think Chuck knows what he's doing. But yeah, Kim- and then Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Let's see if we can keep Blaney from talking about poop in that episode. <laughs> no, let's get him to talk about poop. No. All right. Bye. We should get him to talk about poop, and Nick's going to be there, and Nick could be a special guest on the podcast with That'd be Ryan. a good idea. Have some racers talk about what's racing. The, what's the correlation between Nick and poop that you just tried to make there? When we started <laughs> the podcast, Nick always said, I don't want our podcast to be about poop. That is. Oh. He said that, yeah. yeah and yeah, in yeah, the yeah, fir- yeah, very yeah. first episode he called in was Nick Igdalski, and he talked about poop. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so if the boss man talks about it, then then it's a, it's null and void. So Everyone can talk, talk about, about it. it. Anyway. How was, uh, how was your guys' weekend? What did you guys do? It was good, man. Um, was at uh, Wine Fest at Split Rock. We had oh. uh, we had a display there. That was really cool. Saw some saw some sights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Saw some interesting things. You normally do at a wine fest yeah. or a beer festival. Yeah, it was really good though. Talked to a lot of people. A lot of people excited about what we're doing. A lot of people excited about what we're gonna be doing. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a that was a big topic. Yeah. But uh, you know, you get just gotta talk to people. Talk people through it. And then by the time that conversation's done, they're like, "Oh, it's be really cool." Yeah, it's like, gonna be cool. Yeah. As uh, as Brett Griffin says, if you're within 400 miles, you got to go. Best value in town. We got to stop doing Dale Jr. references. Go ahead. It's not. It's a Kevin, Brett Griffin what do you reference. Do? Yeah, oh, he's technically on a podcast. You know my weekend was great. Uh, <laughs> Friday, I spent it. Uh, I was sick. I was getting over a cold on Friday, so I spent it on my deathbed. Um, and then Saturday, I woke up and I felt great. That's good. So yeah. I went to. <laughs> what did you do? You just oh. pulled out. You pulled out his own. He pulled out his own headphones. Hold on. <laughs> Keep talking. We can still hear you. It's <laughs> not your microphone. Sorry, I, I was just so <laughs> so happy about my weekend. <laughs> Saturday, I went to a, a couple's uh, a couple shower, so kind of a, a modern twist on the bridal shower. Oh, so oh. the couples were all invited. It was barbecue, and uh, it was great. It was a good time. What did you do Sunday? Sunday, I went. Uh, I watched some racing. I drank some wine and I watched Sonoma. Oh, nice. and then uh, me and the lady friend went on a nice walk. You went for a walk with the lady friend? Yeah, we went uh, to this place. Uh, it's called Stairway to Heaven is the actual hike. We didn't do the actual hike. I've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we but leading up to it, it's like three miles of like boardwalk. Like it's like the boardwalk. Like they yeah. built 
a boardwalk like through like swamplands and the woods and it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I asked who paid for it because that's expensive. That's a lot yeah. of wood. You went. Uh, so you went. You went for a walk. I went for a drive with the lady friend this weekend. Took that's the, cute. Took the convertible out. Went for a little, little ride. You. Whose car was that? Don't worry about whose car that is. Yeah, whose car is that? That's it's in the family. That's a that's yeah, in the family. That's actually a car my dad um, used to own a body shop. He built that car. Nice. Uh, probably about 25, 30 years ago now. A nice looking car. That's a nice car. Yeah, you should post it on Twitter so the fans can, can I will, see the I car. Will. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we went for we went for a nice drive. It was her birthday this weekend. So Where do you guys drive to? Uh, Heisler's. Uh, Heisler's out in out by Tamaqua. Oh, yeah, it's a nice place. Uh, ice cream, mini golf, out in the middle of nowhere. It's really it's a really nice drive nice. to get there. So it's a nice day. Beautiful nice. weekend for a drive. Haney, what'd you do? Um, I got I caught up since on some sleep, which was nice. Oh, um, did some yard work. We went up to um, we actually. So here here's what we did. Actually, Saturday we woke up and we went to the Lehigh Valley Zoo. Nice place. Oh, nice. Really cool. Great friends of ours. Great zoo for kids. When you're with adults, you kind of feel weird because there's a lot of baby strollers and kids rolling around. So it's just two adults walking through the zoo, but. They have some cool stuff going on there. I know they have a food truck festival. Yeah, we're going to be there next week. Yeah. Uh, food truck festival. So I don't know how many food trucks, but I imagine there's going to be a ton of them wrapped around that whole like walkway. Yeah. There and are a lot of people there. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people there next weekend. So come on out, check it out, and uh, enter for your chance to win Gander RV 400 tickets nice. at the Pocono Raceway Club. Um, Shameless plug. It was giraffe week, so that was cool. We want to go see some giraffes. Then after that, we stopped by a uh, place called the uh, Riverwalk Cafe. Ooh, oh, I love that place. Yeah, Up there, man. down there in Lehighton, Lehi- 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 Palmerton yeah. area. Ooh, mm-hmm. that, that used to be my old stomping We drove right by it, and I was like, oh, it's a place we've eaten at before. She's like, I'm starving, so we turned around and went, went back. You went on, what was it, Saturday afternoon? Mm-hmm. How, how big of a... A lot of bikers. You stuck out like a sore thumb, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, because I know that's a biker bar. See, a lot of bikers. <laughs> Um, we got some good good pulled pork. I had like this they pulled good pork. Food there. Yeah. It was a kielbasa sandwich with pulled Dude, pork. I had that last time I was there. It's amazing. And coleslaw. Yeah, so yeah. good. And then um, on top of that, we uh, went to um, Jim Thorpe and walked around a little bit. Went through a couple Old of antique shops. Grounds. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Good town. Recommend that town for anybody visiting the Pocono Mountains for it's a the cool race. It's, it's a cool a little town. Yeah. You can spend a couple hours there yeah. easily. A couple cool around. shops, great places to eat. And then we went to Scranton and went to a restaurant that just opened up with Man, Lesnar family. You were all over <laughs> the place. What didn't you do? Yeah, wow. And then just I like uh, toured the Pocono Mountains <laughs> from the pool. pretty much. <laughs> and then I, s- I slept for like twelve hours in Sunday, nice. just because, just because I had to. Did you watch any racing? Um, I caught the tail end. We were outside doing yard work all day Sunday. There's some great racing. Dalton, Ross Chastain finally got a legitimate win. I saw. that counts. Yes. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto finished top five. Right, man. I tell you what. I, if 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 I if my ship comes in today, your ship, my ship comes in today, and That's I hit a that phrase, and I hit that great Pennsylvania lottery today. Your ship, ship. It's a phrase. Don't like worry a about boat? it. Move on. Yes, I'm gonna buy a boat, but that's a whole other story. Um, when are you buying a boat? Don't worry about <laughs> it. No, <laughs> let's it, go fishing. Yeah, I know. If my ship comes in, and, and I have the means. Where do you get your paycheck from? Shh, I'm telling a story. And I have the means. To to start a, 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 house a, NASCAR, a, a NASCAR team. <laughs> what do you first, do on the side, First dude? two drivers I'm hiring are Matt DiBenedetto and Ross Chastain. Nice living at home. Because nobody is going to drive that car that I clearly cannot fund well enough harder than those two drivers. That's true. So what, you're buying a race team, a boat, and a house? Yep. Seriously, what do you do when you go home? Now I know why you don't want to hang out with me. You, you, golly. <laughs> How much money do you have? You want to hang out sometime? If I hit friends? the lottery, that's what I'm doing. Buying a house, a boat, team. and a race team. I love this sport, but you won't see me for a couple of years. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to listen. Yeah. I'm going to live on a beach uh, remotely, no. and you're never going to see me. I tell I, that my, 
and I know this is kind of a thing. A couple of people around here have said this, but um, if I do, li- literally, if I do hit the lottery, um, you're not going to see me, but you're going to know because one of these race weekends will be sponsored by me. You're going to sponsor your own That's race funny. weekend? Yeah, I'm going to sponsor race weekend. What's the name of it going to be? I don't know, but we'll cross that bridge if I hit the lottery. Do it for Dale. Probably, pro- probably the do it for Dale, do it for Dale weekend. <laughs> do it for Dale, 33. Do it for Dale doubleheader. Do it for Dale doubleheader, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love it. What yeah. else racing happened? Sonoma, Sonoma happened. Ryan Priest won the K and N race. Yeah, not really, but he did. <laughs> he didn't. He he won the race. He crossed the finish line first, um, but Noah Gregson won the race because they said he jumped the restart. Oh, but if you watch the video, he didn't jump the restart. Flag is waving, and he debatable. Was, he just got a really good restart. It's all debatable. Man. Daryl said he won the race. Though. I felt bad for Claire though. Did you see the, the interview? Claire had to hit the dump button a few times. He he used some choice words in the in the post race interview. Did he? Claire be? Yeah, I'm sure he's probably mad. Oh, he was not happy. Hey, how about the how about the, them uh, Fox and everybody sending off Daryl Waltrip the, the way they did? That, that it was really all those cool. tributes that were coming in. That was really cool to watch, and uh, they put a couple pe- good pieces together that were really uh, really good and honored uh, his career as both as a race car driver and a and a commentator. So it was good to see him go off in his last race like that. You read Stevie's letter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty tear jerking. Did I ever tell the story about? Or, am I am I allowed to tell my <laughs> Darrell Walter story? <laughs> yeah, you have to tell Darrell Walter story. All right, yeah, so you we did were, you we tell the story. So we're, so we're at so we're at the motorsports <laughs> motorsports show, um, and Daryl was one of the special guests, and Teal was playing tricky that weekend, um, and we just so happened to be in the same uh, green room backstage, and we walk in, we're like, oh hey, uh, uh, Mr. Walter, can we get a picture with uh, with Tricky and, and you real quick, and uh, we did. And he kind of like went to go lift up the head a little bit, and I said, "I said, Dale, you don't want to do that. Trust me, <laughs> you don't want to see what's underneath there." And he kind of laughed a little bit, and he made some sort of joke about how oh, I can only imagine what it is. And then uh, we get the photo, and Teal goes to the other side of the room and gets changed. No, 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 he pulled it up. Did he pull it all the way? He up? pulled it up. Yeah, because that's that's my favorite <laughs> part of the story. You don't even know <laughs> yeah. what happened. Oh uh, yeah, go he ahead. did. He pulled up the ma- the the tricky costume. He looks at me. We we make eye contact, <laughs> and he goes. Exactly what I thought, <laughs> and then puts it back down and slaps the nose, and I'm like, "Well, I just, I just met a NASCAR legend, just like that." And he slapped you in the nose. I'm a creep, and <laughs> that's exactly how he. You know what? Fine, that's a good story. So that's probably going to be your last Darren Walter memory. Yeah, and then no, but then like the no. I, I took the, m- the costume off and I got dressed and I, I just that I was, was it. Yeah, I was like, uh, "Don't look at me." And then what else raced this weekend? IndyCar. IndyCar did, yeah. Alexander Rossi stomped them. Smoked them. 2018 ABC Supply 500 champ. Uh, all right. What would you say? He won a race last year. Oh. I'm a champ for it. I thought you said this year. I thought you were throwing it. 2018, right? Gauntlet. was last year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you threw it down the gauntlet saying he was going to the championship this year. No, no. no. I mean, yeah, I probably will. You think so? I think so. I think Will Power's going to win it. <laughs> Teal's taking Will Power in every every week we pick a winner. Yeah. Teal's and he hasn't won yet. He hasn't won a race yet. I so think I'm, I think we why don't you pick somebody else and see what happens? Will Powell. <laughs> um, I did see that Scott Dixon got spun out and went from 18th to finished fifth. That's not bad. That's a pretty <laughs> solid comeback, especially on a car road out. course. Yeah, on yeah. on a four mile road course. Right. No less. less. Yeah. I I think one restart he gained like five positions or something. Yeah, I mean, he, he, about he, probably about the only time there's much passing was he, on the restarts. Yeah. He he's pretty good. He's not. He's not bad. Yeah. I heard he's pretty good. Yeah. No. Another guy who's not bad, who should be calling in shortly, is this guy named Simon Pagano. So we're going to wait for him to call in because it should be any second. All right. We'll talk to the this year's Indy 500 champion. Wait.
right now. We have Simon Pagano. Simon, what's happening, man? Well, I'm here in uh, Road America. I, we just finished the weekend, and uh, I'm getting ready to uh, go to Mid Ohio for a test tomorrow. So uh, uh, we are we are reviewing the race with my engineer and getting ready for a test, which is really exciting. We need we don't get m- much testing, so when you do have a chance, you better maximize it. How's your season going so far? I think you won some race or something in May. That was kind of a big deal. <laughs> I won the, just I won the smallest race in the world in uh, Indianapolis. So, uh, uh, man, it's uh, it's incredible. You know, it's um, you know I've been saying it, but it's it's it couldn't be any more true. It's it's a dream. I'm living my dream, really. I mean, I I dreamt about winning the Indy 500, and it's a reality now. So, quite amazing to say that, and quite amazing to live it. So. Um, uh, you know, Indianapolis to me has always been a dream since I'm seven years old, and um, I've been so fortunate to be in it, uh, running it, to improve throughout the years. But then winning it was uh, was a very far, uh, far reach, you know. And um, now I can say that uh, being announced as an Indy 500 champion is, is an amazing feeling. Yeah, and not only the 500, you dominated the month of May there, like everything. You yeah. won everything. <laughs> the Grand Prix was a lot of fun. Uh, we we had a really good car there. And, uh, I love driving in the rain. It started raining, and um, right at the end of the race, uh, we got ourselves in a tough spot. We were leading the race, and it started raining. We fell back to seventh before the restart. And um, you know, I, I took uh, I took the knife between my teeth, <laughs> and uh, and we went forward and uh, passed Dixon in the last lap to win the race. So that was that was a very exciting race. It was awesome for the fans. Um, a little stressful for me, but um, yeah, it was it was exciting. Very good. All right, so you brought up Dixon, and that is the question I've been meaning to ask because I'm still waiting for this to happen because Scott told me that his wife makes ex- excellent crepes. Um, who's a be- who make yeah who makes crepes better, you or Dixon's wife? Uh, me for sure, but uh, I would say Haley, my uh, my future wife, makes the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the media center all weekend, and I know we we'll take them anytime. I don't care if they're cold; we'll eat them. So bring them on, bring them like on over. Talent? <laughs> we'll come get him. You don't have to bring him over. Yeah. <laughs> or, or we can meet you at the dog park with Norman. Yeah, no, we could do that, but I don't think Norman can make crepes. No, but you bring the crepes <laughs> with you. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. I did. I was not expecting that. I forgot how fast you are and how witty you are because for us it's like a Monday here after a weekend, and we know that you raced all weekend, so you have your adrenaline rush. We were just sitting here talking about how we like. Did nothing all weekend but watch racing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good weekend too. Yeah, it was. A I great wish I had some weekends like that sometimes. Oh, it was a good weekend for <laughs> sure. Um, so how how much great stuff did Norman get after you won the Indy 500? Because it seemed like you were having a heck of a time in New York City. Oh man, he. Um, I mean, that dog. He's got the life. I tell you, I wish <laughs> I was him sometimes because. I mean, you know, uh, obviously I feel like he owns me more than I own him. So, <laughs> like he's he's walking me ar- around the racetrack this weekend, and people are asking me if if I'm if he's fetching me. So uh, <laughs> no, it's quite amazing, and he's getting uh, gifts every single weekend. So we have uh, in the motorhome, we have gifts everywhere, all over the place. Um, you know, balls, tennis balls, and uh, furry animals, <laughs> non-living animals. Um, yeah, amazing. So, uh, and then he played with a chipmunk all weekend here in North America. <laughs> chip chipmunks everywhere. So he was playing with them. But uh, yeah, he's um, dude. I mean, he's just people love him. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, 
he's such a great personality. He's got a really good personality for a little dog. So you got the milk after Indy. Did anyone get him a milk bone? Nope. Oh. Nope. Nobody did. But everybody calls him milk bone. So uh, oh, <laughs> interesting. Well, there you go. Nope. There's no. going to be a box of milk bones. Meat, you know? <laughs> There'll be a box of milk <laughs> bones and a tricky doll for him when you get here. <laughs> well, I'd he love to see what he'd do to a tricky doll. Uh, um, I'm reading some stuff that uh, IndyCar.com had on you, and one of the things says that you're a food and red wine enthusiast. So the 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 question I have for you is, what is the best red wine selection that you would tell us to go buy, but we're on a budget? Give me the give me the range. All right, I could probably do if I'm having a nice dinner with the girlfriend, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Okay, good. Well, there are some really. I mean, I'm a cab guy. I really like cab because a cab is very explosive in taste, so you can really keep that taste for a long time in your mouth, which I enjoy. Um, if you like something that's not as explosive, a Pinot Noir is a little better. It's got a little bit more of a watery Speaking my language taste. now. Pinot yep. Noir, yeah, I love Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir? Okay, mm-hmm. so Pinot Noir. I'm not expert in Pinot Noir, but uh, there's one that I actually, on our first date with Haley, we had a, a La Crema. It's called La Crema. Okay. And it's it's actually quite good, and it's a reasonable price as well. All right. La Crema is the one I'm going with. And then in terms <laughs> of food, now what food would you pair with if I'm making I mean, a dinner? Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, there's so much food out there, man. You know, my favorite would be a ratatouille. Okay. Yeah. You have to make your own ratatouille, so good luck. I'll, Takes yeah. a little time. I'll let, you know, I'll let you know how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. It takes a, a little bit of time. There's, there's a lot of elements to how long each uh, vegetable takes to cook. It's uh, That's the tough part is, is to have enough pans and, and equipment in the kitchen to cook things independently. <laughs> My girlfriend says all the time that I'm the worst cook because not because of the taste but more along the lines of how many pots and pans I use to, like, make dishes. I think that's the guy thing. Yeah? Teal yeah, tried to make Teal tried yeah, to make tacos thing. one time and they came out tasting like soap, if I remember. Soap? <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I forgot that I just washed the pan and I didn't actually wash the pan. <laughs> I just put the soap in it. Uh, uh, all right, so, cooking mistake, yeah. So, yeah. so one pan's a problem for him, let and, alone. And let me say too, what you guys are talking about, I have I you lost me. I am not cultured <laughs> enough for this conversation. I need to I need to recheck my life. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell and Franzia, right? That's your side of the I'm showing my girlfriend this podcast. So I'm going to say, here, listen to what they talked about. Let's do this. Maybe she can bring it, loop you in a little bit and Let's get you some good one. We're going to find out. We're going to try to get Kevin cultured a little bit so we can actually go out and get some La Crema and some Ratatouille and understand what we're talking about because he has no idea. It's not Bud Light? It's not Bud Light. Miller Light. Miller Light. We're talking to a Penske Miller driver. Miller Light is better. Yes. Miller Light. Miller Light. I do like Miller Light. Yeah. We actually, we're actually, okay, we're, we have uh, Ryan Blaney's coming up here um, this week for, for a NASCAR appearance with us, uh, Media Advance. We are going to put him on a podcast. So what is the number one question that you want him to answer on the podcast? And please understand that we try to teeter on the line between PG-13 and R. We'll ask so we can, we can go anywhere you want with a question. But what would be your question to Ryan Blaney? Whoa. Mm. Um, ask Blaney why he doesn't dance in public events. Okay. Why he yeah. doesn't dance in public events. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he surprised me the other day. He wasn't dancing, so. Hmm. 
think we should ask him why. Blaney strikes me as a dancer, too. Yeah, it does seem like he would be yeah. a dancer. Yes, Let's exactly. Let's just subtly try to get him to dance all day long. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to a hospital with kids, so I we know, should just so play yeah. music the whole time. Right, like... <laughs> We could do it. Um, that's it. That's our that's our new goal. So if you follow our social media stuff on, on Wednesday, and if we get them to dance, you make us crepes. Oh dear! Can we? Yeah. Is that a deal? Well, he's not going to dance, so that's. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try all we can. Um, I also re- saw something interesting that your um, father owned a store. But talk a little bit about that store and and how you basically would have taken that job if you weren't racing so yeah it's a pretty big store and uh, the funny story is my grandpa was um uh, he was in the grocery business and he had about seven uh, seven markets in the area where we where we're from <clears throat> and then my grandpa decided to sell those stores to uh, start his own platform distribution for those stores right um so he sold one of the store to my dad and my dad uh, bought it about uh, now 40 years ago, wow. yeah, 40 years ago, and um, and he's grown it, and now it's got uh, 250 people, uh, employees, wow. working in it. It's um, it's a, it's a mega store. It's a bit like a, it's a Menard mixed with a Meyer. Okay. So, um, so imagine you can basically buy a dishwasher, you can buy a washing machine, you can buy clothes, you can buy food, obviously very good food. You can buy bread, which is very important for French people. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one thing, uh, <laughs> you can actually get your sunglasses, your glasses. You can there's a pharmacy, um, and then basically uh, when I grew up, um, you know, in the summer, I would uh, help my dad and and I would make a little bit of money. So I um, I was in charge of uh, at one point I was in charge of the uh, video game store, uh, which was a little unit um, in one part of the supermarket, and uh, I grew that and. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, and then uh, now it's there's a whole section that's uh, that's just for video games and um, DVDs and books. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but then also did um, warehouse cleaning, so we have warehouses obviously for the shop. And uh, yeah, I, I I drove the forklift and cleaned that up during the summer. That was fun. Do you still know how to drive a forklift? Because I feel like there's another competition that I can come up with in my head on driving a forklift at Pocono Raceway between racing. Good luck beating me on that. <laughs> oh, we're oh. going to figure this out. We I are grew gonna... up on the forklift. Oh, man. I would, I'll so, yeah, so I, I basically, um, sorry, I, I basically, um, yeah, I mean, it looked like I was going to go into that uh, that kind of um, uh, life, but uh, racing, you know, was very attractive to me. And uh, definitely if racing didn't work, I think I would probably be, be working with him right now, trying to take over the business. So, yeah, quite a, li- a difference in life. Wow. So another thing we found was that one of your favorite forms of racing is is rallies. Um, yeah. Where do you think in in America would be a great place for a rally? I know we do a lot of them, but I, there's actually a road down the street here that I, I joke all the time we should shut down and rally. But is there like somewhere you would love to you know see one? I'd rather be in it. Oh, in it, in it, yeah, in it. <laughs> but uh, listen, uh, my my dream is um, after after I'm done with IndyCar, which obviously is. Uh, you know, hopefully a whole decade. But um, uh, my dream is to go to Monte Carlo um, in south of France and try to win the, the Monte Carlo Rally. So it's it's a it's a very very unrealistic dream because you know it requires such skills, uh, such different skills to what I'm used to. 
um, that I would have to learn. It would probably take me a long time. And by the time I'm ready, I'll probably be 70 years old. So um, we'll see. But uh, that is definitely a dream of mine. There are opportunities to do it, which is really cool. I've done a few rallies um, back uh, back in France, and I've, I've won a few. Uh, but uh, it is definitely um, another level of driving, uh, definitely a lot more instinct driving, which I really enjoy. I, I just, you know, found sometimes that circuit racing is very routine. And um, I don't like to have to think too much. I just want to drive. And Kevin just handed me a paper here that all it says on it is that you participated in Pikes Peak in a minivan. I did that too, yes. Was it and like, I won. What, what I won that. Was it like a souped-up minivan, or are we talking like like minivan from my grandma's house? Like soccer no. practice. Dude, it was a souped-up minivan. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. Um, that's when I was driving for Honda. They prepared me um, uh, an Odyssey, so the same van you see going to school um, <laughs> in wow. the morning. Yeah, the same one you see staging in front of the schools. Um, and they put um, uh, an IndyCar engine in it. Um, and uh, they basically put a roll cage, race seats, race brakes, big wheels, and uh, suspension on it. And then uh, I said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, because I was in, uh, in a minivan class with one minivan answered, uh, <laughs> I, won, I won the competition. Uh, I won the competition. So that was really cool. But unfortunately, I started last because I was in a very weird class, and uh, it started raining when I left. And you're climbing up the mountain, which is 14,000 feet, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got some snow at the top. So, you know, I didn't want to kill myself at the end there. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be, that, that'd be a bad way to go out. Yeah, Over. but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, Honda's been uh, such a great – for me, it was such a great time because I was able to, to drive everything and anything that I wanted, and that was a lot of fun. All right, and we have one final question for for you regarding um, NASCAR drivers. We've heard that there's an opportunity possibly that if it opened up, you could run in a ra race, and I have Kevin Teal to ask that 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 final question. Yes, I think we heard on, on uh, Dale Jr.'s podcast that you'd be open if the opportunity came to possibly run in NASCAR. So let's just say you got that opportunity, and it's coming to closing laps. Who do you want to beat? Like, who in the field right now would you want to beat? And that would be the coolest thing ever. Wow, there's a bunch of guys that don't ever want to beat. I mean, um, for example, um, Kyle Busch, so I would love to see his reaction. <laughs> uh, I think that depends on how you win it, right? Like how, how you beat Yeah, him. I just want to see his reaction. What would he say? Because in the, in the, he's so entertaining, actually, in his, uh, his post-race interviews. You know, you never know what you're going to get, and I, I love that. So I would want to see his reaction. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, you know, I'm a huge fan of Jimmy, so... Uh, beating the uh, beating the man would be awesome, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. pretty much unrealistic. Um, my teammates, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Kez and Rogano and Blaney, so I could just brag in front of them for years to come. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, so, yeah, there's a bunch of them. I yeah. mean, that would be cool. Well, we would love to see <laughs> it do that. Uh, we have a pretty exciting race next year where we're running two cup races in back-to-back -back days here, which is insane. Um, nice. So we're having the first ever doubleheader. So if if your schedule permits, come on up here, and if we can't get you in a car, we'll get you in a forklift. All right. Well, that <laughs> sounds like a really good deal. <laughs> Simon, thanks for the time. Good luck the rest of the season. We'll see you in a couple weeks here, man, for the uh, ABC Thank Supply 500. Thanks a lot, buddy.
Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Very cool to talk to the Indy 500 champ. Dude, he's so much fun. He's So one of my favorite things about Simon is every time we go to the IndyCar Media Day and we get those videos for 33 Tricky or... The, oh, yeah, the, he's always the best. He... Because when he's he trying to pick drivers, but when he walks in every single time and he walks in and immediately does the like the hand on his knees to like he's engaged, he's ready to go. He, he looks at me and he goes, All right, I'm ready for your questions. Trucky goes, These are always the best questions. Forget everyone else here. This is my favorite booth because he, he asked the most ridiculous questions. Yeah, <clears throat> and and the best is he when he and even when he's answering questions, a lot of times we've edited it out, but he's just like, Oh, I really, I really, I really like this question. <laughs> Every single time he asks, "Oh, I like this question too," and then he answers it. Yeah, he's he's a fun guy. Like that's that's cool, and and, and it's, it's fun to have those drivers that are like down to just just have fun, man. He is. They're in the sport of fun. Yeah, like they're they're great. racing cars in circles. So let's let's just all have fun and joke around. But I like that kind of interview. Like we could we could have easily went the whole thing. Like, oh man, you've done this, you've won that. What's it like to win this? I like learning we about. We could have we could have went the Talladega Nights route, but like I, I don't want to. We just we just just talked. Two things happen for me. Food, wine. Two things happen for me. Yes. One, you need to learn what Ratatouille is. I've I've had. (laughs) I thought that was a movie. Like y'all were talking about a movie. Like I thought you were pairing it with a movie. It is a movie, but it's like a children's movie. Anyways, I I learned two things real fast. I learned one. I haven't had crepes in a long time, and I'm super hungry right now. So that sounds great. So let's Milford. All right. Can I have? Can I have what? Hour and a half lunch. (laughs) Any more than that? Milford's like yeah. But anyway. Anywho, I learned that, um, and two, I learned that I need to listen to that again because that whole like I wasn't joking. That conversation that you all had about the wine pairing, blacked and out. The, I blacked out. I you were talking, <laughs> and words were coming out of y'all's mouth that I didn't ever hear in my so, life. So was that English? Yes. So basically, we're talking about food and wine pairings, yeah. right? And how he was talking about his like favorite like thirty dollar wine to pair with a food. Yeah, and and then all I could think of was Kevin, Kevin Teal's over the there eating wine. Taco Bell and drinking Franzi out of the box. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's that's my. Is life. that what you drank when you said you were li- drinking wine, watching the race? No, I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, uh, my girlfriend what we, what we had. I I just I took the glass. Oh, you you drank it out of a glass? Yeah, yeah. She, I, yes, I was with her, so obviously I'm, she's oh. gonna pour it in the glass. You want to slap in the bag this week? Yeah, I want to slap in the bag. <laughs> Boy, that gets in depth. Dangerous. I, I was gonna start talking about some wine that I enjoyed that uh, from you know in the in the local area, but what's that one? I I didn't know what kind of wine it was. I know it's one's red, and one's white, but. They're yeah. uh, they're down they're down by yeah they're down by old uh, Jim Thorpe down there um, Antler Ridge winery. there's a lot of good wineries around yeah. uh, the Pocono Mountains yeah they have there's a lot, lot of cool things they have two they have a, uh, a diamond and a red Vixen the white and the red and they're both they're both very See, good now, now they're like drinking grape juice but they're really really good now you're talking yeah. well I mean that's gibberish again wines are yeah I know th- I know but they're but they're they're sweet they're sh- there's a sweet white and a sweet red and they are very 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 good wines and what was your problem with answering qu- asking questions when I handed that paper I can't read and talk at the same time and I didn't know what that question was I was just like you like rally cars um tell me about rally cars <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a minivan and I was like oh he's g- all right he's g- and then he set me up for the for the the, the uh, minivan question yeah and um, now that he said that I do remember seeing that minivan on on the TVs I think Rutledge had a part played a part in that at some point. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I forgot to ask him the one question about his Instagram with the helmet on. Oh, oh yeah, man. he was just like walking around the casino. Is that you he? He's a casino. I think where he goes, he just he he takes a picture with his helmet on. I'm gonna do that. Start doing that. We'll start wearing a helmet, right, in the office. I mean, for like protection or no, just just to. So here's the deal. So uh, the way our office is set up, Teal's like kind of behind a wall. Yeah. So you don't really see him when he comes in, right? 
So when they walk in, people walk in, the first thing they see is me, and I got to make eye contact, and I got to have this conversation, whether they want to come talk to me or not. Um, but I'm going to start wearing the helmet or put the visor down. <laughs> so so people don't know if I'm looking up or not. You're going to lose your hair like him. It's going to be uh, – that, I mean, that, that day is coming. But we're not uh, – anyway, I'm just – yeah, I'm going to start wearing a – I have a, actually have a Ryan Blaney um, first win helmet up there. That I'm gonna start not wearing. supposed to. Not it says it to put those clearly on, on there. Yeah. Not supposed to wear. No, no. Yeah, now I'm you're endorsing for, for something that's no, not. no. It says you're not supposed to wear. It's not a protective. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting behind my desk. Mm. Okay. I'm just gonna put on. It's got mm. the story it's over. I've lost interest. I have, ch- I have to check with HR on this one. Ben. 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 Oh, we're in our we're in our satellite studio today. Shout out to Ben for letting uh, letting us use his office. <laughs> we're in the conference room across from Ben May's office. Ben's on vacation. He doesn't even know we're in here. I wonder if he's listening to this. If you're listening to this, Ben, do us a favor and have a beer yeah. right now for us. If he's on vacation and not having a beer, I'll be very disappointed. Or a liquor drink. Yes. yes. What's his liquor? He's like, he's a crown guy sometimes. I don't know. Something good. Man. Better than whatever this is. I'm drinking that in my water bottle right now. I can tell you that much. What is that? This is. Um, it's <laughs> not clear. <laughs> so it's, it, it's you know, those little like squeeze things, like the concentrate, like little squeeze bottles. You yeah. Sh- it's tang. I mean, it looks like urine. No. It's, it's orange tang. It looks like urine. <laughs> it does. It looks like a dehydrated piss. He about spit his water out. Oh, man, we would have had to clean up Penn's office. Enjoy oh. drinking that the rest of the day. <laughs> it's tang, man. It's what the astronauts drink. Well, on that note, let's close it out with uh, Buckled Up and Dry by Porter and Sales. Oh, we'll you're catch just, you guys you're next just week. trying to get right off real done. fast. We're done with this one. We are done with this after talking about urination. And hey, we got Ryan Blaney next week. That's going to be fun. I'm sure we'll talk about urination there, too. Uh, <laughs> Have a great week, everybody.